Happy New Year. I love new things, and one reason why I love new things is they are still clean. Like, they haven't been messed up yet. Uh, I've got my list of things that I haven't done yet in 2021, and that is great. I've read my Bible every day. Um, if you count setup team, I've exercised every day, uh, so that's great. And, and I, I like making goals, making resolutions for the year. This started, like, the one that sticks in my mind was 2012 was the year where I decided I'm going to wake up early and do like my shape and my reading and stuff like that before the kids wake up. My kids have always been early risers. One of them is starting to grow out of that. But for a long time, we've been an early family. And 2012, 5 a.m., like that was when I decided I'm waking up. January 1st, 5 a.m., my alarm went off and I got up and shuffled into the kitchen because I was going to make silent coffee and then drink that, read a book while the kids slept because that's what they're supposed to do. It's New Year's Day. Like everybody's supposed to sleep until the afternoon. So I got my reading. I'm going. I've got a book that I was reading about prayer at that point. It's like 52 short chapters. Short chapters, that's my type of book uh, because I fall asleep when I'm reading a lot of the times because that's what happens when you have little kids is you fall asleep often uh, while you're reading. And I remember 5-18, January 1st, 2012, the girls woke up. Eden was three. Ellie was two at that point. Uh, and they decided dad is up. The sun is still not up because it's January. I want to be up too. So uh, I hadn't learned at that point yet that when the kids wake up, you just put aside your stuff and just wait until they take their nap. And then you jump back into your stuff. So they wanted to eat breakfast, which is cereal with freezing cold milk because it just came out of the fridge. So I've got on my lap, the girls, their cereal with freezing cold milk and my book, because you know what? It's a new year. I'm going to read this year. I'm going to plow. I'm going to plow through this book, 52 chapters. I'll be done by like middle of March. This is going to be excellent. And at 518, soon after they woke up, they took their wonderfully perfect, totally edible, very enjoyable bowl of milk and poured it on my lap. So now 518, right into the new year, I've got freezing cold lap, laughing kids, a book that I was really like, I'm going to be spiritual. I'm going to read this thing. It now has a crease down the middle of it because right after that happened, I folded the book in half, chucked it against the wall and decided we'll do that next year. That's not happening right now. And I got up with my soaking wet, freezing cold lap uh, and decided, all right, we're going to find a new plan for the year. That was my goal. And I think if you've got goals like that for any of us, for whatever our goals are for the year, like that's good. It's good good for us to have something to push towards and to work towards because a new year like like we have right now is a chance to not make old mistakes. 2021 is a new year to avoid old mistakes. Nothing really changed in anything when we took our December calendar, threw it away and moved to January. Like that icon on your phone that says 31 and then you wake up in the morning and it says one, nothing really changed. And so a lot of how we're going to live this year is living away from the way that we lived last year. If there's anything in your life that you want changed, it's got to be different last year than it was this year. We're going to be in Psalm 3 today. If you've got your paper and ink Bible, you can go there. If you've got the Bible on your phone, you can go there. We're going to stay there for the rest of the day with one exception, which will be on the screen. But there's a guy named David. David's life has gone absolutely crazy. His kids are literally rebelling against him, not just disobedient, but wanting to kill him and getting the whole country involved in that. He has run away from home, not like six-year-olds do, but as a king who is fleeing his kingdom because there's a coup. And he says this in Psalm 3. He says, oh Lord, I have so many enemies and so many are against me. So many are saying God will never rescue him. Like that sounds like us in so many areas. 
You know, the problems that we finished last year with didn't just leave when we woke up on the first, they're still here. But the thing that I want us to put our, put our feet into, get our weight behind right now is as we look at a new year, it's the same God that followed us through last year. And he doesn't ignore our problems. I think one of the great things about the way that the Bible speaks to us is it gives us and it gives us a, a view into people's lives that acknowledges their problems, that acknowledges the brokenness, whether it's uh, spiritual in nature, or whether it's because we have a pulse, like we have problems and God doesn't shy away from the fact that you and I are broken, that we have problems and that he is the answer. That's the second thing I want us to get behind is that change. This where David is, oh Lord, I have so many enemies, so many are against me, so many are saying God will never rescue him. That can be completely temporary because our God jumps in and changes lives and changes people. I was listening to a podcast this week uh, and one of the producers, the hosts, has the same name of a guy I went to high school with. And so I heard it and thought, man, this guy hosting a Christian podcast, like that would never happen. He started high school, like doing the church thing. And as he got his driver's license, he also found out that there was a, like lots of air, lots of ways to get alcohol. And so as he started high school doing the church thing, he ended it with a lot of problems with that a DUI on his record, all this stuff in high school. And the thing is, is a person going from that to leading a Christian podcast is definitely not a stretch for God. Like God looks at that and he says, that's a life that I can change. And for some of us, that's our story. You don't have to raise your hand, but you know in your heart, man, God caught me when I was broken and now everything has changed. Why? Because God doesn't ignore problems. Because God changes problems. Because God brings light and restoration through problems. And he's going to continue just like he did last year. He's going to do this year. Do his perfect work through absolutely imperfect people like us. Because that's who God is. And so whatever destination you think you can put on your life spiritually of where you might end up this year, God is more than capable to bring you to that, to bring you through that, and to write a story in your life that is going to shock and amaze us. Because that's what God does. That's how God works. That's how God loves people. And for us with problems, you know, like David said, I got enemies, they're against me. God's never going to rescue him, people are saying. An outside perspective clarifies our inside issues. An outside perspective clarifies inside issues. So David's in the middle of his problems. And then verse three, it says this, but you, O Lord, everything changes. Not because God just comes in and solves all of his problems, boom, like that. But because it's a different perspective of how to look at things. Because God is changing his mind as he's changing the rest of his life. But you, O oh Lord, you're a shield around me. You're my glory. You are the one who holds my head high. And for us, we need people around us. We need our tribe. We need our people to, to, hold, to push us, to encourage us, to give us that moment where we think our life is going one way. And then we need people who are going to say, yeah, but God, just like it is here, God loves you more than that. God's power is bigger in you than that for people to give us that outside perspective. But bigger than that, bigger than people, we need God. And for some of you, that's the moment that you just checked out because now they're gonna talk about God and that doesn't apply to you. You can't relate to that. That's not where you are because of whatever list you have right now. Okay, if that's you, I want you to listen to me for a little bit. This is our year to push into our doubts that we have about who God is and how he could actually use you or me. 
This is our year to push into the fact that God can actually give us freedom from the sin that has characterized our lives as long back as we can remember that is part of us. This is our year to push into the things that we feel about the Bible that they don't relate to us or they don't relate to society or it's out of date or it's not written for you today. This is our year to push into this and ask God, God, show me how I'm wrong. Show me where I need to change. Show me where the answers are. Show me where there's hope in you that I don't see. And you could say that sounds way too simple for me because God's not actually going to speak to me. Okay, hear me on this. So many things in life are solved in very, very simple ways. Why do I say it's, it's important for us to say, okay, God, speak to me. God, give me answers. God, give me clarity in this. Why? Because he actually does and it works. We ask God to speak to us and he's gonna speak to us. It might not be the loud Darth Vader voice that, that, that there is in the movies. I like to say the way that you count to 10 in your head, that's the tone that God will use to speak to you. It might, not, it might shake your soul, which would be great. Or it might just be a calm, still voice. God saying, hey, my son, my daughter, who I love, this is, this is stuff I have for you today. I saw something while I was running the other day that reminded me of that. Uh, there's two houses that, that are right next to each other and they look very similar except for one thing. Uh, and one of them has a ton of birds on it. Just absolutely, like that is, like that's a bird super spreader right there. They're way too close all over one house. They're making a mess on all those solar panels, all the roof, everything. And it's like that every single day. Like you go by, it is bird central right there. And two doors down, there's a totally like the same house except for one thing. Those dumb little owls. Like, they're not real. I don't live in the mountains I live at Ashland and Locan. Like, and there's no birds, none. Why? Because the simple little owls that aren't even real, but they work. Like, is there science in a, like a satellite dish above this that's beaming in 5G Wi-Fi to make all the birds run away? No, it's something you could buy at the dollar store, stuck up on your roof, and there's no birds because it works. So for us this year, for those of you who are hanging on because you have so many unanswered questions about God and it's everything you can do to drag yourself here every week, this is your year to doubt your doubts. This is your year to press back. This is your year to ask questions because I'm old, but I'm not that old, okay? There's never been a doubt or a worry or a concern in the history of the universe where God has looked at it and said, man, that is too much for me. There's never been a question that anybody has asked where God looks at it and says, I don't think I'm going to answer that. Instead, what God does and what he even talks about in his book is when people come to him with answers or with questions, he brings answers. He's the outside perspective that clarifies our inside issues. And God's going to do that for us this year. I think for those of us here who are Jesus followers, the way that this works out is, is it's a change of identity, right? The cross is the center of our worship. It's where Jesus traded his completely perfect life for our imperfect life, took all of our sin and everything off of us, put it on himself. And then in exchange, he took his perfect relationship with God, perfect understanding of who God was and how he related in the world. And he put that on us. 
So we no longer have our spirit living inside of us. We have the spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, the Holy Spirit, the God spirit, which has never sinned, moving in and living in us. And we live this way. Media team's gonna throw a verse on the screen for us. It says the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, not in special people, not in certain people, in our lives. We claim Jesus, this lives in us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. And so our life every day of following Jesus is a gradual transformation of our old selves being pulled away and this being put on us. It's our outside perspective, which leads us into clarity, which leads us into understanding who God is and how he wants to work in our lives. And we get there through pushing through the doubts that we have, pushing through and coming to God and coming to people time after time saying, okay, I don't get this. Can you help me understand who God is in this? And God speaks. And so this year, God wants to speak to us. He wants to lead us to a fruitful 2021. And so we're going to engage in that today. Like you think churches sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up, and then just listen. Today, you're going to kick back. You're going to participate too. This is something we're all doing together. Uh, And what we're doing, I mentioned it, Garza mentioned it a little while ago, is we're going to do shape together today. So today is January 3rd. We've looked at Psalm 3 so far because uh, on January 1st, we started reading through the Psalms. If you want a schedule of everything we're reading through for the next two months, that's that green paper. Can you hold that up, uh, Jazz? Cool. So that's, uh, that's, what, that's what you're looking for around you. That's everything that we're reading through uh, for the next two months. And we're going to do that. SHAPE is an acronym uh, and it stands for this. Uh, the first thing is scripture. So we're going to read through Psalm 3. It's going to be on the screen there. And for some of you, you hear reading and you're like, nope, I'm out because I have a hard time reading. There are a million things in life I can do. Reading, it's just not that for some of us. And so what, what we're, like my encouragement for you uh, is to download the YouVersion Bible app. It looks like that. You can find it uh, wherever your smartphone is. The, uh, that app is available at the App Store. And what it'll do is it prints out stuff for you if you want to read it. And also at the bottom of the reading option is a play button because there's a voice that will read it back to you. So if reading isn't your thing and for whatever long you've been pressing as man, I can't do shape because I can't read. How can I read God's word if I can't read? You can hit play and you can listen and it reads it back to you. So we're going to read today Psalm 3. Uh, and in that eight verse section, there's one verse I'm praying that's going to stick out to each of you. And so when you're reading, whether you're at home or you're listening, you read the verse, one of them sticks out to you, underline it in your Bible or highlight it on your app. I got a brand new Bible for Christmas. I have like this many verses highlighted. That's all. Like the rest, I was looking for some other stuff earlier today and everything is blank. Like nothing is marked. I have no clue where anything is. It's great. But underline it, highlight it, use it some way to like remind you, hey, back to this verse. So today when we're doing this in just a little bit, uh, if you're writing out pen and paper, just write down the verse number and you can go back and look it up and look it up in your Bible, look it up in your app, just the digit. This is the verse that stuck out to me. So that's S for scripture. H stands for hearing. This is where God speaks to you. The God who created the world, the God who created you and me, who knows you exactly where you are now, not the better version of you right now, you, he wants to speak to you. And the great part about who God is, is he's not angry. He's not like looking at you saying, why aren't you this way? He's a perfect dad who loves you. And so as he speaks to you, 
He's starting out, my child whom I love, today I want to tell you. And then he fills in from there. He's not in a hurry. He's not rushed. He's not frustrated about last night. He says, my child whom I love, today I want to tell you. That's where we hear from God, the God of the universe, the forgiver of your sins, the one who chases after you because he loves you. Scripture, hearing, A stands for apply. How does this thing that, what we're going to look at, Psalm 3, written 3,000 years ago, how does that make a difference in 2021? God has a plan. He wants to tell you. He's going to roll that out. So you write down your scripture number. God, this is what you're saying to me. And then you ask God, okay, how is this going to make a difference in me, around me, through me today? And then write that out. You can write it in your pen or paper. You can type it out on your phone. Uh, And then we pray. We invite God into the situation because prayer is the end of our best and the beginning of God's best. Uh, And then exalt. It's a fancy way of saying thanks. We end it with gratitude. That's one thing we all need this year is hearts of gratitude. And so this gives us practice at saying thank you to God. Pick one thing that you're thankful for. Just write that down. I'm thankful for this. So let's go back to the top. Psalm 1. I'm going to read it through, uh, and then media team will just go through the two slides of the verse, and then the S-H-A-P-E. I'll lead us through that as we go step by step. So, oh Lord, I have so many enemies. So many are against me. So many are saying, God will never rescue him. But you, oh Lord, you're a shield around me. You're my glory, the one who holds my head high. I cried out to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy mountain. I lay down and slept, yet I woke up in safety for the Lord was watching over me. I'm not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround me on every side. Arise, O Lord, rescue me, my God. Slap all my enemies in the face and shatter the teeth of the wicked. Victory comes from you, O Lord. May you bless your people.